Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week, we are discussing book number five, all night long. <laughs> like I almost sang it again. It's I like, know. Don't do it. In our last episode, we were doing a bit of Richie action. We'll try and restrain ourselves. Oh. Um, and this is a book with quite a cover. Oh, I think this might be one of the best covers. I think it might it's be the best cover. I, do you think so? Yeah. yeah. I think it actually might be. Because it's, it's just, oh. it's so terrible. It's amazing. Um, And it's also... Uh, while they're like secrets, which also had an amazing cover, mm, the book did. does not live up to it. No, not even a little bit. So how would you describe this cover? <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> just, even just... I can't even say those words there's, there's just, there's so much going on. There really so, is. So yeah, there's Jessica. She's in a little bikini. And she's bronzed. <laughs> she's bronzed as usual. And yes, in the arms of her, uh, her college man, Scott Daniels, who <laughs> is sporting the most ridiculous <laughs> Freddie Mercury tash. Like, I... No. I just don't even have Somebody did say to me on Instagram when I tweeted a photograph of this uh, of this very cover, somebody calling themselves Sweet Lady H Ooh. said, is she dating Freddie Mercury? Oh, there you go. And uh, Fiona commented, I was completely unaware that Rob Ron Swanson <laughs> had a dentist who fell high and actually oh my does God, look like him. He's like young buff Ron Swanson. Did Nick Offerman model? Oh, damn, I think I'm into him now. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Get that thought out of your head then. He's, no. He's, he's no Ron Swanson. No, he really isn't. And uh, yeah, maybe Nick Offerman did work as a super high It is a model. tremendous cover though, I have to say. So they're both giving a sort of saucy, mm. saucy look. You come to bed eyes. <laughs> oh. As the viewer. Oh, it is all night long. Oh, good. And uh, yeah, uh, Jessica's got a denim jacket kind of on one shoulder. Yeah, just casually. casually just casually so, so cash. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're they're looking very pleased with themselves, <laughs> I have to say. Good. So the cover tagline is, is Jessica as grown up as she thinks she is? And the answer is no. Of course not. <laughs> um, when you share the back cover, so the back, back cover line. Tagline is, has Jessica gone too far? That's a matter of opinion, really. I mean, probably. Yeah, it's Jessica. She usually does. True. I mean, to be honest, she goes too far in, in terms of morality. Yeah. <laughs> in some of the other books. Where in terms of straight up bullying. Yeah. Yes. But, so, you know, she's more... To be honest, it's... Without wanting to spoil anything, it's uh, 
mustachioed Scott mm. who goes too far. It's true. Um, so, yeah, the blurb is quite uh, hysterical. <laughs> Elizabeth Wakefield knows her beautiful twin can handle almost any guy. Most boys are just no match for Jessica's seductive charms. But Scott Daniels, Jessica's latest love, is more of a man than a boy. <laughs> much older and much more experienced than anyone Jessica's ever dated. By the way, bear in mind he's like 18. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's still sleepy <laughs> for going out with a student. I'm not saying that, but they're acting like, you know, he's a man. He's not 40. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's, uh, he's a creepy kid. Mm. Anyway. When uh, Jessica sneaks off to a college beach party with Scott, Elizabeth's afraid of what could happen. And when her twin isn't back by morning, Elizabeth's fear turns to alarm. Where's Jessica? Why has she stayed out? All night long. All, all night. night. <laughs> all night long. Okay, stop now. Stop. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's so hard to stop once you've started. <laughs> no. Oh, no. This episode is sponsored by Lionel Richie. Oh, if only, that would be amazing. Thanks, Lionel. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it starts off with Jessica, yet again, as several books already have, mm. posing in front of the mirror, yeah. admiring herself. It's like her default position. She's like a budgie, just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> just put a mirror in her cage. <laughs> and uh, she's just posing and mm. sort of uh, f- admiring herself. And... Uh, in the first of quite a few pop culture references mm. in this one, yes, uh, Jessica s- or Elizabeth says, "Book shields, you're not." <laughs> At least it's relatively current for the eighties. Yeah, like, actually, that's true. The, know, the pop cultural it's, it's ref- an improvement. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Burt Reynolds. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, Bert. Oh, this is a bit of a well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> touch of Burt. He's more Tom Selleck. Oh, he is actually. Yeah. 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 Um, he's no Magnum though <laughs> Magnum would never do the things that um, that Scott does in this book no um, Scott is no gentleman no um, so Elizabeth's worried that that uh, Jessica is going to a college party mm. because we've already heard in the previous book uh, Powerplay that Jess has her sights set on a college man yeah and um, yeah we're, we're told that uh, Jessica's this is terrifying her eyes, which normally hovered somewhere between blue and green and could go either way depending on her mood, glittered pure emerald fire. She's terrifying. No. Like, what? She's like Maleficent. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Jessica's just like, oh, well, mom's not going to find out anything that, you know, I'm up to unless you tell her. And, um... Jessica gives her cover story that she's going out with Kara and we get the first reference to the moustache because Liz Ooh. says since when did Kara have a moustache and drive a red firebird <laughs> I wish she did she'd be a bit more oh, interesting she would um, so uh, Elizabeth is not a fan of Scott and no. there's kind of a weird thing where it's like Elizabeth is reminiscing over when she first met Scott but they didn't put that in the, the previous book no they didn't they kind of just skipped the intro. It's like a scene was a cut. Bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so he's just from. She's somehow remembering meeting Scott. Like, why couldn't they put that in in the end yeah. of Powerplay? And did he meet their mother as well? Because Alice doesn't want Jessica to go. She's like, she thinks he's too old. She's like, I think Mom's right. Scott is too old for you. So I think like, she's did. Was Alice there too? Like, yeah, what, what's happening? What's happening. <laughs> was he in the Spanish tiled <laughs> kitchen? Did he make it into the kitchen. <laughs> um. So yeah, she, when they met, uh, Scott made a. A dumb joke about them being double the fun. And uh, yeah, he peeled away from the curb and it's to match a red firebird. 
a tra- squiggly trail of skid marks in his wake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we get told that, you know, they're so different. Um, the twins, that is. Oh, obviously. Yes. She's four minutes older, but sometimes it felt like four years. Mm. I, that that little nugget <laughs> is repeated ad nauseum throughout this <laughs> get used to it. ridiculous series. So, um, yeah, she's Jessica's preparing for her outing with Ta- with Scott and she's borrowing some of Elizabeth's clothes and Elizabeth says to her rather victim blamingly mm. I wouldn't want to look too sexy around Scott if I were you Elizabeth wore darkly it might be like wearing a red cape in front of a bull <laughs> not good so um, Jess is just like oh you're so boring um, and I'm going to have fun at this beach party at the lake but then uh, Jess, Liz is like I've heard stories. Oh, that's okay. And the stories oh, what? <laughs> are so crap. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Enid has some kind of Edith's cautionary cousin. tales for her. Yeah. Edith's cousin's been to one and she's got yeah. a report and <laughs> does not sound very wild. No. Uh, okay. Will I, will I go for the, uh, yeah. the little description? Please do. It was a kind of grown up pajama party she'd reported mm. with everyone wearing nightshirts and nightgowns and the floor strewn with mattresses for them to sit on instead of chairs. According to Enid's cousin, things had gotten pretty far out of hand, especially with all the drinking that was going on. So, like, are they actually saying it's some sort of giant <laughs> gangbang? They're all just, like, shagging was each other. Was it an orgy? Just yeah. tell us who's straight. Are they just shagging each other on these mattresses? Oh, God. Because that's kind of what it sounds like. But just, like, the nightshirts oh, and nightgowns. Ju- like, are they wearing those little hats and everything? Like, little Rip Van Winkle. Really, we- <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like <laughs> the pajamas are really not the shocking part of that story. Not like so they're quite innocent. It sounds quite tame. Everyone's hanging out in their pajamas, yeah, having a few drinks. It's like yeah. adorable, you guys. This is the mattresses coming in. It's starting to sound, you know, slightly a little bit seedy. Yes, um, <laughs> stained mattresses. Oh being no! Uh, but anyway, Jessica, uh, Jessica doesn't seem to care about such things. And mm. anyway, as Liz thinks, well, a beach party at the lake in daytime is innocent in comparison. Yes. Which is true. So... What could possibly go wrong? Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so, of course, Jess has an excuse. She's going to pretend she's going out with Kara and she's, you know, she could take care of herself. Yeah. But as Liz points out, she didn't really take care of herself that well when Bruce was, um, you know, dominating her in the manner, yeah. as of, if I recall correctly, of an evil wizard. That's right, yes. He was an evil wizard and he was like a puppet master at some yeah, point Yeah, pulling well the strings. There was, was all kinds of things going yeah. on there. So, um, so yes, uh, Jessica is just, she's determined to go to this party. But Liz ha- reminds her that they have an appointment the next day. Mm, they have a test for the tourist guide license. Yeah, which is another thing that I don't think was ever mentioned like, again. No. no. <laughs> so, <laughs> during their summer vacation, they can give tours of Sweet Valley's beautiful coastline and its other scenic attractions mm, apparently they? apparently, it's something both girls have been planning for a long time even though it's the first we've heard yes, of it and it's and literally it. never brought up again <laughs> after this book <laughs> I know so Jess vows well she'll be back for this test yeah and uh, Jess is, uh, goes off and um, is just you know um, crying for no reason She's she, when when Elizabeth isn't really keen on helping her, yeah. just storms off. She bursts into tears and says, "I thought sisters were supposed oh to God. stick up for each other." <laughs> what is? My, she's a master of manipulation. She is. Well, a master of confusing people. Yeah, very much so. It's like, why are you crying now? Like, what is happening here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, they. Uh, she goes off, and Liz is left to hang out with Edith. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, they basically decide to uh, get sunburned in um, <laughs> together, <laughs> and. Um, Liz is making excuses and there's the first reference to the can we even call it a, su- a subplot a surfing contest yeah like it's 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 a lot of nothing really to yeah. be honest I don't, just bear in mind there just, is a surf there is a surf contest yeah <laughs> that's, that's a um, thing that's happening so Jess, Liz tries to distract herself with beach time fun mm. but she can't she's worried about uh, Jess and well she might be indeed because now we're going to look at the part we're going up to the lake uh oh um, there's some crazy shit going down. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a girl who's wearing a chamois bikini and cornrows. Uh, and you think when you see the word cornrows, oh my God, is there actually somebody black in Sweet Valley High? Oh, cornrows! <laughs> she's white! No, her hair is cornrowed blonde hair. Mm. And she's a dead ringer for Bo Derek. Nice. So heaven forfend, <laughs> you could have a traditionally uh, black hairdo on a black girl. No. Because there aren't any in Sweet Valley no. at the moment. <laughs> there are two yeah, token not, girls not get so far. introduced. So yeah, they're all having their sort of racy grown-up conversations. Yeah, Jessica feels a bit out of place, I think, because yeah. she's trying to look all sophisticated and I cool. feel a bit sorry for her. A little bit, yeah. She's kind of out of her depth here. Yeah, and they're kind of, they're not very friendly. No, they're not really. They're kind of tedious. Um, and uh, Jessica, they're all, they're, they're, they're drinking beer. Scott was drinking beer while driving up there. God damn it, Scott. So he's he's he really is bad news. He clearly is. And he's uh he he appears while Jessica's surrounded by these girls and he's like, Oh ladies, stop fighting over me. I'm taken. For today anyway. <laughs> There is an amazing description of Scott though, because he's just come out of the lake. Oh, there, it, it <laughs> is amazing! Like, just Please brace yourselves, you guys. Brace okay. yourselves. <sighs> oh, I need to clap. I need some water. You ready okay. for this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> His eyes were the same metallic blue as the lake and had a slightly devilish glint in them. Mm. Droplets of water clung to his moustache, and his hair stood out in dark, wet ringlets. Oh my God, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining him looking like Kevin Webster from Coronation Street. Oh, no. <laughs> Back in the 80s when he had a moustache. Oh. Or like one of the the, the Brookside lads. Oh um, God. Yeah. Just like oh. <laughs> the droplets clinging to the moustache. Oh. is just so unappealing. I know. And I'm married to a bearded man, but there's somehow the description of the like yeah. droplets. Just, oh. It sounds, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he's nibbling at Jessica's ears and his moustache tickles. <laughs> And again, like, my boyfriend has a beard and I love beards, yeah. but this is just like, how are you making it so horrible? Yeah. How? How? <laughs> um, and then she's like, oh, she she's decides she's going to be mature. Yeah. So um, <laughs> she's she's a bit nervous about him and this is actually kind of horrible because she is. she is uncomfortable. She's sort of putting on an act. Yeah. Um, she's quite uneasy with him and it's like she's kind of glad there's other people around. So it's yeah, like, this, that's not this a, does not bode well. It's like, not a good yeah. sign. And then he... Um, uh, yeah, she says she felt safe enough in the presence of Scott's friend but she sensed it wouldn't be so easy fending him off if they were alone. Mm-hmm. Run away. Oh Run man, away. he is... Bad. Poor Jessica. I actually do feel sorry. Yeah. Okay, so then they get a beer. <laughs> and we know that the Sweet Valley teens do not 
two cans. They sure they sure <laughs> don't. They are strangers to the concept of a bag of cans. Yeah. It just it's not happening. They blush. They <laughs> when it's even mentioned. <laughs> um so uh, and not only is there a uh, is is there cans, there's a joint. Someone had lit a joint and oh was passing God. it around. They're going to be hopped up on Benny's in five minutes. <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> I know. So, but poor Jessica, you know, she's uncomfortable. Like, she's not used to drinking and spliffs and she's yeah. not, you know, so I do feel sorry for her. Yeah. And she hears his gross friends talking about her and they're saying, Scott sure likes him young. Like, are these, these are supposed to be students. So they're talking like sleazy old barflies. Yeah. Gotta watch out for them when they're that age. All tease and no tickle. Like, oh, poor Jessica. Yeah. Stuck with these horrible people. Yeah. Um, so Scott is already stowed out of his mind oh from God. several hits of the joint. What is in it? Like angel dust. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> several hits. And he's like, oh. But then she throws mud at him and she's sort of frolicking. Oh, yeah, I love that this is her attempt at being mature and like showing them that she's not a baby. It's like, I'm going to throw mud right. at her. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you showed him. Yeah, that's very grown up. Good job. So then they sort of, uh, she like pretends. She's like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. As he, he chases her. But then he, he literally picks her up and carries her down the beach. To like a boathouse that's in the woods or something. It's like, this is a place where you murder people. It's yeah. like, what is happening? It's like she shot a hopeful glance over his shoulder, but no one is coming to her rescue. Oh God. So it's like, it's all fun and games, wasn't it? And then, yeah, they're so they're in the, the boathouse and he's kind of, she's trying to sort of push him off. This is actually genuinely not It's nice. pretty unpleasant. It's yeah. pretty rapey. Yeah. Um. So he's... She's trying to sort of push him off, but he he mistook it for an invitation. And then it's like he descended on her like an invading army, took insistently at her bikini straps. And the muscles she'd admired on the beach felt knotted and menacing now. As she lay pinned beneath his bulk. Pretty dark. Yeah, it's like Jessica shuddered. No, not this way, oh, she God. thought. She thought. She'd always been able to control her boyfriends when she wanted to. But Scott was more of a man than a boy, she realised with rising panic. Someone who wasn't about to take no from a girl who'd led him on. Ugh. And how dare you, Kate William or whoever, yeah. even in, introduce the concept of leading, leading on. Leading him on, like, fuck like, off. She hasn't. And she's a 16-year-old yeah. and it's just bullshit. The yeah. whole leading on is just it is. male entitlement. Um, So he does actually stop, but she, she says, like, stop it or I'll... Or you'll watch. Scott pulled back with an expression of disdain. Scream. Forget it, Jesse baby. This isn't the movies. There aren't any Mounties in these woods. And then he unties a bikini top. Yeah. Like, oh, he is genuinely horrible. a creepy rapist. He's a bad dude, yeah. I mean, he hasn't actually raped her, but you know what I mean. But he's yeah, like, he's is... trying to force himself on her and literally saying, yeah. no one will hear you like, scream. She's clearly saying no, and he's just ignoring that. And it's, ugh, yeah. it's horrible. And then she's, I mean, he doesn't push it any further. But she's like, okay, I want to go home. And yeah. he's like, oh, you can't go home. Because mm-hmm. it's an all-night party. Yeah. Um, and Jess is actually kind of upset. And he try- she tries to, you know, force him to take her by saying, like, my parents will. Yeah. But he's, he's just, he doesn't care. He's out of He actually ditches her and just walks off and leaves her there in a boathouse in the woods on her own in a fucking bikini. Like, yeah. And oh. in the middle of the, it's, I think it's dark now. Yeah, I think so. So she manages to stumble back to the cabin, having wandered around. And she blames Liz for this, by the way, which doesn't really make any sense. No. And no. I don't really even know what her problem is. <laughs> and then she arrives and they're all pissed. 
Yeah. Or stoned. Well, so what kind of assholes just kind of like ignore the fact that there's some 16 year old girl clearly been abandoned somewhere on I her know. own. I know. Like his like, friends are monsters. They're awful. And there's girls and boys. Yeah. And they're all awful. They all suck. And um, yeah, they've, uh, well, some of them are busy with one another mm. in the bedrooms. Yeah. So the girls aren't really around. And she basically, she finds there's no phone and she has no way of getting home. And she just has to, she tries to sort of wangle his key, her his keys out of him. Yeah. But no joy. Yeah, and he's, he just kind of falls asleep, I think, while she's yelling at him. Yeah. But like, it's and also like, just steal his keys anyway. Yeah, <laughs> when he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. She tries to go to sleep on the ground. Oh, and she's probably still in her little bikini. And stuff. Oh, <laughs> with a beach towel as a pillow. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, it actually is sad. I do feel bad for her. Yeah, I feel genuinely bad for yeah. her because he's so awful. Someone give her a blanket. But back in Sweet Valley, Liz realises that... Uh, Jessica has not come home. Yes. And there's a bit where she thinks, how does Jessica manage to get you in these situations? Maybe Enid was right. Maybe she should just let her sister sink or swim. If anyone deserved it, Jessica did. Yes, Liz. I mean, yeah. All of this is true. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> it's all true. Um, But then she gets a phone call from Jess. Oh, yeah. And Jessica is not going to make it back in time. But they're doing their test. And somehow they're doing their test separately. Separately and in school as well. Yeah, like, what is during the school day? It's like none of this makes any sense. Well, as we know, the Sweet Valley High does not really <laughs> obey normal. You know, maybe the the local they don't uh, have a school curriculum board. so much as lots of dances <laughs> and random tests about being a tour guide. <laughs> They're not really very academic. Not so much. Um, no wonder all of them end up going to Sweet Valley University, which seems another <laughs> shoddy educational no establishment. <laughs> exactly. So she, anyway, Liz says she'll cover for Jess with her parents, and then she goes down to the kitchen, and we get the very first description of Alice Wakefield. Yay! Looking like their sister. Woo-hoo. She's wearing quite an ensemble too. She is. Do you want to share it? Okay. She's, uh, uh, she, she'd gotten up at dawn to go jogging as she did every morning <sighs> and was still wearing her burgundy velour warm-ups and her running shoes. Oh. It's like I love this juicy couture oh, 80s just imagining it. And, uh, so good. Yes, her honey blonde hair was caught up in a ponytail adding, to a youthful, adding a youthfulness to her tanned slender appearance that made her seem closer to her daughter's age than her own. Oh, those Wakefield jeans. Yep. Amazing. So, um, yeah, they, so basically they uh, sort of she Liz bullshits her mother, and making yeah. her believe that um, Jess is just up and she's upstairs. She's sewing, sewing a, a butt, which is such a non-Jessica excuse. <laughs> like it's so unbelievable. Jessica would just throw something in the bin and buy something else. Yeah, and Foxy Mama. Or just she absolutely would. She would find something metallic and spangled <laughs> and throw that on instead. <laughs> she's not she doing not be wasting her time sewing on buttons. Um and. Uh, yeah, uh, she's Alice is just like, oh well, twins. <laughs> and if you ever have twins, you need double the patience. And then there's a bit where Liz says, "Thanks, but I don't plan on having twins." Her mother laughed. Neither did I, dear. Neither did I. Whoa! And I like to manage that was a very dark laugh, and it's just like, oh, how did I end up with these arseholes? To me, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want this. <laughs> So, um, basically, Liz eats a bunch of pancakes, yes. uh, goes back upstairs, changes her clothes, pretends to be Jess, and then comes down and eats a lot more pancakes. Yeah, and Alice doesn't notice that it's not Jessica. And it's like, yeah. a mum would know when uh, one yeah. of her twins I, is yeah. going to be the other I twin. I would think so. Like, my mum is an identical twin. Uh, <gasps> so, like, 
Did she ever do any crazy tw- twin swaps? So they did. I think, I can't remember now, was it when mom got married or my Auntie Geraldine? But it was one of their wedding days and they swapped dresses Whoa. during the dinner and came back into the room. And like, <laughs> it was only like my nanny and like, oh, it must have been my Auntie Geraldine. Said, yeah, because her husband noticed straight away. And was like, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Very good. But it was like my oh, nanny my and like one or two aunties straight away were like, that's not her. <laughs> Well, Alice is... Like family knows, but Alice yeah, is just not on the ball today. Because they do this a lot. So, yeah. yeah. And Todd doesn't know either. Um, so, yeah, she basically, she sneaks around the back of the house. She doesn't leave. And then she sneaks around the back of the house and comes back and eats a bunch of pancakes. pancake breakfast. Um, and uh, starts talking about, to make the deception convincing, she starts mm. talking about buying stuff in Foxy Baba. That's right. And uh, then she goes off to school. And for Enid is kind of brilliantly bitchy to her because she thinks it's... Because she thinks it's Jessica and she's like, what is this bitch talking to me for? I know, <laughs> which is kind of great. But Liz is worried about this test, which is apparently the most important thing in the world, even though it's never, this whole thing has never yeah. been mentioned before and never will be again. Like pretty much the rest of the book is taken up with her worried about this test and it's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> and It's like this book peaked way too soon. Yeah, the, all the excitement happens in the first like 50 pages. Pretty much, yeah. And then it's just Liz doing a test. Yeah, and being worried about stuff. Yeah, so she <laughs> like basically she goes in and she does the test. And um, she tells Todd what she's doing and Todd is just like, uh, you big idiot. Oh, Todd also, in a little bit of foreshadowing, is blathering on about how he wants to get a motorbike. That's right, yeah. So they set that up slightly more than they do the, um, the actual subplot. The subplot. Um, so... She goes and does her own test. Yes. Uh, Todd speeds her on her on her way, um, and she does pretty well. Yeah, it all seems to go pretty well. And then, but after the test, there's still no sign of Jessica. Like she's still yeah. hasn't shown up at school, and no one knows where she is. And it's like, oh goddamn! So and she's getting worried. She is. And, and Elizabeth suggests that she will go. She'll just take the test as Jessica. And Todd tries to talk around it yeah he's he's horrified and he's like it's cheating you shouldn't do it and he gets really mad at her yeah and uh, she he does say um, come up Liz when are you going to stop taking all the knocks for Jessica's irresponsibility do you really think she'd do the same for you good boy like, she absolutely would not she never like, ever ever not a chance would. but they have a big fight about it <laughs> they do they kind of like they break their date for the Saturday and everything um, it's like yeah yeah um, but someone else is there to dole out some advice and it's Dana Larson Amazing. <laughs> they meet her, and you will. I'm sure you will describe this outfit later when it's, we run yep. through the outfits. But they, um, I mean, it's basically about twenty pages, which is just, oh, will I do the test? Oh, I had a fight with Todd. That's yeah. literally. Uh, 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 oh God, come it, on! <laughs> so boring. No, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Yeah. As Roxette memorably demanded, they were not wrong. So they go. Uh, Dana is in the bathroom when Liz and Enid go into the loo. And she's wearing quite an ensemble. But then she's like, don't tell me. You had a fight with your boyfriend, right? How did you guess? Asks Elizabeth. And Dana's like, men are the root of all our problems. <laughs> and then starts going out of bed like, I was hung up in the saxophonist once. I mean, really God on the guy. She's like Brilliant. a 50s beatnik. I love her. She'd be amazing on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I wish Dana Larson had if Twitter only she was. <laughs> So she's like, oh, you're better off then. Yeah. Todd, that is. Yeah. Like she was better off without her saxophonist. Her saxophonist. <laughs> Wherever he came from. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's, um, he's Todd and Elizabeth are, are at odds. 
Yeah, it's it's uh, it's um, not going too well for Liz at the minute. But um, she she ends up taking the test, doesn't she? She does yeah. take the test for Jessica. But yeah, that's but it. she's so upset because of 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 all Todd, the Todd stuff that she doesn't do up. well. Yeah, she she kind of makes a mess of it, and yeah. she knows she's made a balls of it. Yeah, so she feels guilty, even yeah. though really she was going above and beyond the call of duty. She really was. She shouldn't feel guilty. She about didn't this. have to go take it. No, she she finds Jessica turns up, and Jessica is outraged, which is fair enough. Um. And Jessica's delighted that Liz took the test for her, but she will soon be disappointed. Yeah. She kind of assumed that Jess that, would obvi- that Liz would obviously be brilliant. Yeah, that she'll ace it and it's no big deal now. Um, there's also, because she's before she finds this out, the, the terrible truth out, there's a bit where she bumps into Ken and says, how's it going, Ken doll? <laughs> it was an old joke between them. She was always kidding him about his resemblance to Barbie doll's companion. Oh. <laughs> In a formal way. Barbie doll's Ken. companion. <laughs> describing Ken. Um, so Jess is really optimistic. She's sure she's going to, you know, She's never going to see Scott again. And actually, she never does. No. That's, that's it. That's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did she actually get back? They don't actually tell us, do they? No, she just uh, arrives. Maybe she just kind of turns his up. sleazy pals gave her a lift Maybe. down. Um, but anyway, she's uh, Liz is waiting for Todd to call. He doesn't. Mm. Enid is understandably a bit fed up, like just saying, just ring him for yeah. God's Come sake. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's, she mopes. Ida tries to give her advice. She mopes, she mopes, she mopes. A lot of moping in this one. Um, but then she has more more things to mope about because Jess gets the results. The results come in and Elizabeth's aced it, but Jessica has not. Yeah, and Jessica thinks she's done it on purpose. And like her yes, reasoning is so weird because she's like, you did it on purpose because you went back at me. Yeah. It's like, why would she even... What? She could <laughs> have just what? not turned up. <laughs> yeah. In which case, she would also she have failed. She was doing you a favour. <laughs> she could have not turned up and you would have failed and got into loads of trouble. Yeah. So, um, you know. Yeah, she also accuses her of like wanting Scott for herself. And it's like, uh, nobody wants that. And also, you've literally just <laughs> said that he's really sleazy and worst. awful. Yeah. So, this is another not very convincing fight. And Jessica, uh, Elizabeth Howes wonders, how would something that started out as a favour manage to go so terribly, hideously wrong? Because Jessica is a terrible person. She sucks, that's why. <laughs> so, and, and Jessica's like... She's so really just ridiculously overreacting. I'll never forgive you for this. She directed back at Elizabeth and her voice was pure ice. Ooh. I wonder if her eyes go emerald fire again. Ooh. <laughs> lashing out. Um, well, we don't, you know, inexplicably she's incredibly, I've, I feel like I've been saying inexplicably quite a lot <laughs> in it, recent episodes. You know, but You kind of can't help it when it comes to Sweet Valley High in fairness. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> you really can't. Yeah. It describes practically everything. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, poor Elizabeth. She tried to help her annoying sister. She she's lost her boyfriend, yeah. and she's her sister says she'd never forgive her. But then oh. Todd, kind of, does uh, the decent thing. He makes the first move of friendship. Yeah, I think Liz is just like sitting on the bleachers, crying on her own, and it's all very yeah. tragic and sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it is. And then he he slips a sweater over her shoulders. Oh. <laughs> Don't say a word. He ordered in a voice gruff with emotion. <laughs> Just sit up and listen. <laughs> so he, they 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 basically make up. They make up and it's all fine again with them. Yeah, and it's sort of kind of bad rom com, where it's like, I love you too. I know. Shut up and kiss me, silly. Oh god. Oh how what a banter! It's worthy of. Like I was I was down with like, it when he was like putting the jumper around her shoulders. Like oh that's nice. Okay now yeah. shut up. Stop talking, yes. please. <laughs> Your substandard yeah. banter. Romance banter. Yes. <laughs> Terrible. Um. But then uh, Jessica so uh, announces that she's going to get another chance on the test. 
She just and like, I think, uh, I, Mr. Sandalow, who? He is, does he? He doesn't go here. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he come from? Yeah. He could see how sick I was on Monday and figured that was the reason I did so badly. I wish that had happened Fuck to me, but I didn't do well in I tests. Know, yeah. So if you go, well, I could see you were sick. I'll just do it Such again. Such He'll give you another go. He will. Yeah. Um, so they all have a reconciliation, and Todd is like, we must celebrate even though he sort of hates Jessica how about a double decker maca almond chip a Casey sound Ooh. my treat no it sounds horrible but then it turns out it's uh, Todd is playing a game because he's like oh but you're too busy ha 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 yeah you go study your test. <laughs> so and that's basically it yeah it's kind of the big kind of finale is just that surfing competition that which was, has been mentioned twice like yeah it's really nothing of a subplot no and it's Bill Chase is playing Sonny Callahan. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like Sonny's like the champion guy and Bill is also really good. It's like, who's going to win? It's and like, Bill has sort of not been in school recently. Yeah, he disappears for like a week and everyone's just like, oh, he surf. must have just gotten scared and decided not to go. Or, like he's run away because that's yeah. what 16 year olds do. They just like <laughs> flee the country. Man. <laughs> well, I can't surf. <laughs> I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, but he's just, I don't know, he's been down in, in Big Mesa. Or one of the other local areas. Something like that. Pacific Palisades. Palisades. Yes. (laughs) So there's one slightly relevant thing where it turns out that Todd has sold his old surfboard, which he somehow has. He got it for his birthday. Yeah. I think he hardly used it, so he sold it to Bill. To Bill. And he's using it. I don't know, another inexplicable thing. He is using it to pay for a bike, a motorbike. Yeah. he's he's buying. He's got enough money now for his Yamaha. From a surfboard set. Well, I presume he was saving up. Besides, he probably was as well, yeah. But like every time they say Yamaha, I just think of like David O'Doherty's keyboard. Like, oh, I just wow. never think motorbike. It's like, ah, yeah, Yamaha. I've okay. got a Yamaha electric piano myself. Yeah. <laughs> I know it doesn't really scream motorbike, which it is, really does. Probably says something more about our lack of motorbike. Maybe, knowledge. yeah. But yeah, I just think guitar. Oh no, okay. <gasps> oh, don't tease me. That's the thought that he'd be getting it. Then the next book would be very different. It really would. Um. So yeah, Bill does the surfing competition, and Liz is writing about it in her. Stupid way. <laughs> She's covering it for the Oracle. Yeah. And yeah, Bill wins. And it's like, hooray. Bill wins. Winston Egbert <laughs> jammed a hastily woven crown of seaweed onto Bill's head. There is no such thing as a hastily woven <laughs> crown of seaweed. Come on. Winston was there all day, Just like weaving, weaving away. away. <laughs> I'm Poseidon, king of the deep. And then, this is quite shocking. A dark-haired boy Elizabeth didn't recognise, good because he would probably have to be taken out and shot for doing this, was busy pouring a can of beer over Bill. And Bill snatched the can before it was empty and took a long swig. Bill? He's drinking beer. That is not how Sweet Valley High gets down. I know. (laughs) Who is this dark-haired boy? (laughs) He's a bad influence. Yeah. Well, he's, he's... he probably is taken out and shot because we, <laughs> we never we never hear from this dude again. So she's got a title for it. Ian had suggested suggest they call it Rocky of the Deep. Oh God, Enid, just go home. <laughs> Don't give up your title. Just leave it. But she's already got a title. Chases one, spelled O N E, like oh, one yeah. the number. Well, yeah. It's not very good. Uh, uh. Clever, remarked Todd. Really, Dad. very clever. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Don't encourage her. And uh, yeah, uh, Jessica is missing all these celebrations because she's got poison ivy. Hey, for once, there's actually consequences for Jessica. But actually, then it's not even fair because she's getting its consequences for something that actually wasn't really her fault. It was when she was stranded in the woods. That's true, actually, yeah. I mean, in the great karmic scheme of things, she does deserve to get poison ivy. Yeah. But it was more like she should have just not been allowed to take that test again. Or, you know. Yeah, that would have been fair enough. That would have been fair. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, and that's basically the... Uh, the, the end they, they eat marshmallows around a fire there's a little bit of nastiness against Winston <laughs> um, Ken looks for a can opener because some lame brain no stars in the sand and when uh, when Elizabeth gives him some marshmallows he says the same nerd who lost the can opener forgot to bring the marshmallows too Tell Winston we said hi, Todd. Dead yeah, I thought people liked Winston. <laughs> yeah, earning a ripple of appreciation of laughter from those who are familiar with Winston Egbert's clownish antics. Mm. Might be your friend. Yeah. You're just going to have a lame brain and a nerd. You yeah. sound very affectionate. <laughs> mean. Arseholes. But um, Todd is now focusing on his bike. Yes. And we find out that, for the first time, that the Wakefields, Ned and Alice, have absolutely forbidden either Jessica or Liz to ride in a motorbike. We don't find out. Um, we do find out here. Uh, one of their cousins uh, was killed on a motorbike. And so it's become um, just a rule in the Wakefield mm. family. Forbidden is in italics. They mean business. They really do. And they say it twice. Yeah. Um, so Todd is like, oh, it'd be so much fun. You look cute in a crash out. But mm, fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> but Elizabeth uh, just doesn't want to, can't break his... His, his happy mood. Yeah, she doesn't want to kill his buzz, I suppose. Yep. And uh, so it ends where she, she just falls into the sand, kissing him with such fervour. <laughs> Tomorrow, she promised herself, stifling the, sti- the tiny stitch of fear in the pit of her stomach. I'll tell him. Tomorrow. <gasps> and do you want to read the little teaser tagline? Okay, so a little tease into the next one. Will Todd's motorcycle drive them apart? Find out in Sweet Valley High number seven. Dangerous love coming next month Just or <laughs> next fortnight for you uh, <laughs> and uh, before we go we go into the stats and things mm. this this edition has something quite strange it it's <laughs> it's got this book has a special bonus for fans of Sweet Valley High this is at the back of the book yeah. here's more about some of the people you've met in Sweet Valley and you'd like to know better except you don't know better because it's like these biographical sketches yeah. of Bill Chase and Lila and none of us has any relevance to anything that ever happens again. Like, they completely forget <laughs> everything in this. There's all this stuff about Bill being terribly shy and his favourite book is The Old Man of the Sea. Oh, God. <laughs> and once he had a girlfriend, people don't know about Bill. Another thing people don't know about Bill is, he had, is that he had a girlfriend once, someone he loved deeply. It's this whole thing about his girlfriend being killed oh, in a car accident. That does, I think, come <gasps> up. It does in the one but with But I think Dee it's Dee. literally the only thing in this weird section that actually does come back up this again. This <laughs> is true. There's all this stuff about his mother who's a nervous yeah. type and is scared of that. he's going to hurt himself. Like, I don't think that comes back. Yes. Um, and then the Lila stuff. It's fucking ridiculous. It's really weird. So some of it's fair enough. It's like Lila's family are really miserable. Um, because her father just lavish, you know, gives her money instead of yeah. attention that we did find out in the last book that she <laughs> was shoplifting to get it, and it worked. Um, <laughs> so they do mention that, and then there's this stuff about how one of her during one of her mother's infrequent visits, she admitted to Lila that, that George Fowler wasn't a real father. <laughs> what? Like he married <laughs> formerly Mrs. Fowler, yeah. uh, as she is. Um, she changed her name, and when she she was pregnant, she was like. I will give the child my name. <laughs> she will be a fowler. She will. Uh, by the way, there is a uh, one of the amazing Sweet Valley sagas, which we will do eventually. Oh, yeah. And there's the Fowlers of Sweet Valley, which is hilarious. But I can tell you now, 
She's not some randomer's <laughs> baby. Like, she is George's. George is the dad. This is insane. The results have come back. Um, I don't think it's even in question. And then there's this <laughs> stuff about how when she's not thinking about her father, she's thinking about boys. Mm, okay, Dr. Freud. Um, she she spent a summer in Boston and fell in love with a boy that called Ted Whitlock, like whose ancestors came over in the Mayflower. Such weird details. Like that waspiest man alive. <laughs> and they frolicked and played tennis. And she also, she dreams of marrying him now. And she also wants to become a professional tennis star like her like, idol, Chris Everett Lloyd. Since when? That has never been a thing with Lila. I know, I know. And it's never mentioned again. No. None of this. Ted Whitlock is never mentioned again. No. Yeah. I uh, don't think until reading this. I must have read this uh, read this before, but I completely forgotten. And I was just like, yeah. what? Who are these people? What is happening? Oh, my God. This seems to have been a phase they went through in the early days of just like throwing in this random shit random at the back of the bios. book. bios. Like, yeah, the ghostwriter just goes off on one at the end. Oh. Well, to bring us back to some cold hard facts. Yes. Do you have... Some stats. I have some stats. Okay. Okay. So, those Wakefield blue-green eyes. <gasps> Four. Mm. Mm. Does that include the flashing fire? I'm trying to remember now, did I include that? Mm. Well, that was Because you see, of... if it's blue-green, those were green. And then they were oh. blue afterwards. I was like, do you count that? Yeah. As yeah. Like, it it's on the cusp, yeah. yeah. So, it, it could actually be more kind of breaking four. the rules, but yeah. yeah. Anything uh, else? The blonde hair gets three mentions. Mm. Average. Scott's moustache gets four mm. so his moustache is mentioned more than their blonde hair which is outrageous <laughs> no really I mean it is it is the only moustache in the in the Sweet Valley books so maybe it, it deserves this maybe it does moustache some would that say attention. <laughs> um, and are there any outfits oh, we should be well remembering? Dana Larson oh, really, yeah. apart from um, apart from Alice's wonderful velour tracksuit yeah, uh, it's, it's all Dana Go on. So yeah, Dana runs into this is Elizabeth when she's in the in the bathroom all mm-hmm. upset. Dana was in one of her usual outrageous get-ups, an oversized t-shirt over a red striped miniskirt, purple tights, Ooh. and black suede ankle boots. Oh, she's not done yet. An yeah. enormous gold loop dangled from one pierced earlobe. The other sported a tiny silver star. That's quite cool. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she's amazing. Oh, Dana. <laughs> Sweet Valley needs you. She's the best. To liven things up. I love it. Um, um, that's yeah, pretty good that is it for outfits there is a great reference though from Enid surprisingly mm. <laughs> very surprisingly <laughs> where what is it um, oh yeah she rings Elizabeth and Elizabeth is disappointed that it's not Todd so Enid's like you sound disappointed that it's only me Enid complained on one of these occasions you were expecting Princess Di maybe oh <laughs> Lord, but I was comparing in the last episode. I did compare Jessica's hair, hair to Princess Di. So maybe she was expecting. Wow, well, there's a quite a few thing. pop cultural references in this one. We've got Brooke Shields, mm. we've got uh, Bo Derek, Princess Di, Jaws. <laughs> At one stage, um, oh, that's right, yeah. Elizabeth is like to Todd when they're having a fight. I'd yeah. rather go swimming with the Jaws. Like, is that mm. the name of the shark? <laughs> 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 that's what you do think of the shark. I was going to say him. Maybe it's a she. Maybe it's a she. Yeah. Um, there is a great um, description of Olivia, actually. Not her clothes so much. Oh, but my just, God. Uh, this is amazing. Because <laughs> we this... have already met Olivia in an earlier episode, haven't we? With, yes, um, and we found out that she's into, like, women's rights. Women's rights. <laughs> but now we find out she's into some other outrageous She is political. Things. Oh, my God. And they're so... It's just the idea that this is, like... Um, this is a sign of her amazing political uh, nature is quite something. It's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, she's. Uh, do you want to? She she says she's worried about Elizabeth. She's like, oh, is yeah. something wrong? And she's like, oh, 
I thought it was a nuclear holocaust when the way Todd was acting. <laughs> and that gives an excuse to say how crazy she is. Do you yeah, want to share? It, it kind of, yeah, goes nicely into uh, the description, which is, Olivia was big on things like anti-nuke rallies and organic food. She was, always lecturing, she was always lecturing the newspaper staff in a nice way about eating too much refined stuff. Oh, she's doing some stupid clean living blog now, oh, isn't she? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Anyway. Her lunches invariably consisted of things like whole grain bread. Whole grain <laughs> bread? Meatless spreads. <laughs> what? Oh. And alfalfa spreads. Yeah. Like, why? I don't need that much detail about Olivia's fucking sandwiches. It's also, yeah. it's also like, whole grain bread, is that, like, that's not outrageous. Is that unusual? I have whole grain bread every day. Yeah. It's just like, you know, that's, that's a that's meatless spread. I don't know. Meatless spread. Hummus? Oh, maybe. That's quite, that's quite nice. Yeah. Alfalfa spreads, though. I don't yeah, know. They're, yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, they're not that great. But those. I mean, whole grain bread and hummus, that sounds pretty nice. It's gas, um, though. Oh yeah, she mentions as well that uh, she's in some doomed relationship. She's some like, boy we never hear of. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and is never mentioned again afterwards. How can I have a meaningful, meaningful relationship with someone who believes in offshore drilling? Oh, <laughs> Olivia's forced to choose between politics and love. So good. The eternal dilemma. Absolutely. And Elizabeth literally runs away. Yeah, she's <laughs> just like she flees. She flees. She liked Olivia, but she was in no mood to discuss the nuclear holocaust and offshore drilling. In fairness, that does like, sound. Who bit, is? Yeah, this sounds a bit heavy. For yeah. the, um, oh and that is uh, that is the disappointing frankly yeah all night long it starts off so well and then yeah. just nosedives I know it's really it barely has a plot barely yeah. like it's, it's just Elizabeth you know being worried about stuff it's like, worrying about a test and worrying about Todd yeah and then there's a surf contest at the end for no reason. <laughs> yeah. um, and Bill Chase is uh, gets a little bio at the back yeah so that's um that's about it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of feel like I have to apologise to everybody <laughs> who, who saw the moustache and we were putting it up on Instagram and yeah, stuff. We'll I put was a picture of more on, dramatic uh, tale. We'll have to put a picture of this cover though up on the uh, the Twitter feed. Cause oh it's, yes, it's an amazing cover. It's just the book kind of lets it down a little I bit. <laughs> but uh, we'll always have the droplets. <laughs> oh God, those ringlets, mm. droplets. Sexy. Oh God. I think we better we better stop right stop now. now. Calm down. <laughs> We could keep talking all that long, all that. <laughs> and on that note, oh um, please get in touch with us, share your songs, uh, <laughs> other Lionel Richie classics that might be good Sweet Valley titles, perhaps. Um, you can, of course, contact us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. Mm, you can email us as well at uh, svhpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can subscribe to us on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify now, Ooh. and wherever else you get your podcasts. And uh, all of this is possible thanks to the Headstuff Podcast Network, of which we are proud members. And you can follow the podcast network at HS Pod Network on Twitter or at This Headstuff. And we will be back in two weeks to discuss a very dramatic title. <laughs> Dangerous love. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 
Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade.